0: Welcome along to the Loose Joints podcast where we talk to people about the music they like, new and old. This episode is brought to you by Hardworking Class Heroes, the new music showcase and convention festival taking place this weekend in Dublin City from the 6th to the 8th of October. Over 100 bands will play in 7 venues over 3 days. Tickets are €45 for the whole weekend, 20 quid per day and the convention is free. You can find out more about Hardworking Class Heroes on hwch.net. Welcome along to The New Podcast. Every episode, we'll have a guest in, a sounder, a buzzer, somebody who likes music and wants to share their choices, old and new, with us. Uh, in the room today, we have myself, Niallor9, and then we have my co-presenter, Sally. How are you doing, Sally? I'm good, I'm That's good. Sally I'm very Very good. And then on the guest front, we <laughs> have uh, <laughs> a smiley, chatty
1: man by the name of...
2: Mr. Aidan Kelly, Mr. a.k.a. Rayleigh. The Rage. <laughs>
1: Thank, uh, thanks very much for having us today. That's, yeah. Yeah, I am rageful. <laughs> He's rageful.
0: <laughs> Aidan is an, uh, a DJ, photographer and artist uh, based in Dublin. Um, you often see him around uh, playing tunes in Dublin and has a, a graph for the city, I, could, I would say, right, in terms of photography as well?
1: Most definitely, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, so your
0: latest exhibition is called This Place?
1: it's it it yeah, is ongoing it, it's from yeah it's from this place but but this this place is is kind of an overall thing and the other thing for this particular one is i only miss you when you're gone so it's about dublin city and and all the, the little bits of photography i've taken over the last almost 20 years so you're you're thinking okay as soon as you take the photograph that's it it's that little second of time and now it's gone in a way but it also kind of harks to the idea of of yeah a city that. That has changed so much in great ways and in, in other ways in sad sort of ways for, for, for me personally. Yeah. Um we
0: are gonna play start off with a new music pick from myself and then we'll get into choices from everyone else as well. This is a track from uh, Emmanuel and it's called Idle Love. <laughs> Fine. That was Emmanuel with Idle Love, and that is on the Dewey label, which is Sawwax's newest label. And they've been recent. In the last year, uh, I heard quite a fair, a fair few tunes from them on the label. Uh, Emmanuel is a Portuguese, I think, well, she could be Brazilian, actually, uh, singer. And then we have uh, stuff from a duo, Asamoto. Is it? Huh? is it a duo? There's is a it duo Daniel? from Brazil, actually, um, called Filipe and Rodrigo. Um, so... Yeah, all the tunes are good on it now, I have to say. But I I get a feeling that some of them might be Sawaxe as well, do you know? Yeah. Last year they released a a soundtrack for Belgica and they did all fake names and and song titles for essentially
1: their own work. Yeah. Um, I have this idea that DFA is just a house. It's actually just a house. And there's like five Like it's a house in Brooklyn, (laughs) like a brownstone. Right, and there's a cafe (laughs) next door that one of the guys bought in yeah. with and he says, Listen, just put yeah, we need coffee and some... It could be
2: He's, that easy. It could be that straightforward.
1: And Jamesy it goes down in his Jamesy. In his in his slippers. Yeah. That he got from the Sheraton that he still <laughs> wears. they manky now. But like, come on. It's it, plausible. It's morph. Yeah.
2: You know the the Monica track that was out last year, the um so Ooh, secret in the dark. That was Secret in the dark. Partly, she just kind of rocked up and knocked on the door and was like, oh yeah? "Here you go. This. Listen to this." And they were like, "Yeah, we want it. <laughs> I we're think they, doing they it." They seem to it.
0: use the same drum kit for every uh, release, which is the common thing. I don't know. Oh all the FA records have this like real dry drum sound. <laughs> it almost sounds mechanical. Almost yeah. sounds like electronic, which is actually a real drum kit. Oh, I'd have to
1: you to r- and you album. know why that is, right? Why? It's because it's the only thing they have in the house. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's the only. thing It probably
0: is. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they're gone down, and they're getting the sandbox. So basically, in. we
2: know we need we need we know where to find them if we need to find them.
1: What do you mean you done the mozzarella? <laughs> and that's the thing. That's <laughs> and the house next door, and it's going to be the greatest house of DFA. I hope
2: so. I'd like to think that. I'd and like do
1: you know what? Daft Punk would been in this house yeah. definitely. <laughs> Sessions. Sorry, I just Daft made that
2: Punk playing in my house. <laughs> I just made. Yes. That's the house they're talking about. I just, I just made fun of DFA. That's fine. Okay, all right. But that Emmanuel
1: okay. tune, hi fi Wi Fi. Oh, hi fi oh, hi-fi internet. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's, And the video. Have you seen the video for that? Yeah. Ooh.
0: It's a tune it's with it. serious shade. Yeah. But a uh, uh,
2: nice tune. Nice Nile. <laughs> Guys, <you through> <laughs> shade. A tune that throws shade. Yeah. You know, well you know those tunes. Yeah. June that makes you go oh jesus i'm sorry about that <laughs> 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 jesus excuse me don't mind me <laughs> don't mind me don't mind
0: me
2: i beg your pardon <laughs> get your um, hand off of
0: that <laughs> brilliant Aidan. we're going to take a
1: choice from you now um oh
0: dear Would you want to introduce it it's uh from de la soul
1: i like this new track i was like oh de la soul are back i love them i love them how long ago was it since they released anything, you know? And this thing, I heard it, and it's like, it's so, it's classic, and they did yeah. it. It's so hard to make that hip-hop now. And this, So one. it's from the album, which is called And The
0: Anonymous Nobody, right? And so it's first album in 12 years. Is that? Yeah, how long? Uh, first yeah. album in 12 years. Um, it features guests Snoop Dogg, David Byrne, Usher, um, Damon Albarn, 2 Chains and Jill Scott. And the thing about it was it was recorded with a live band. Um, called Rhythm Roots All Stars. They're a ten-piece funk and soul band. Yeah. See. And basically, they played live and they sampled and cut it up and and used it for s- basis of seventeen tracks. Twenty-five musicians ended up playing on the album. And um, it was notable as well because it uh, had a Kickstarter. For it. it was the first thing. They're Soul are unusual because their previous work is not available online anywhere. You can't yeah, download but they, it. But they gave it to everybody, it. didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they gave it away. I the reason. Up. The reason they they did give it away in 2014 was because they actually haven't cleared any of those samples <laughs> since the first time <laughs> so it's an illegal <clears throat> minefield so uh, the agreement didn't account for a future format so they cannot release them again.
1: Here's another house yeah. Now it's not in Brooklyn. This one, this one's a very big house, right? Long Island, yeah. and it's it's probably at the other side Staten yeah. Island, <laughs> you know, or the Ninth Ward or someplace, or mid in Michigan or someplace, you know. And you can totally tell that all these boys are eating out of each other's houses and homes. They've all got kids that are going to school together. It's real. You can hear it in yeah, the yeah. sounds that they, that they got that it's real. It's a yeah. real thing, and 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 this uh, uh, it's so stark against all the background of. It, you know that the, there's a plasticity to music in that genre i yeah. think and it's quite it's quite vocalized and it's tuned but this when you hear it and then this is is this the one with the train, train wreck, wreck? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. at the so end train wreck uh, by Dallas Wolfe we'll it a spin there right don't walk out there with your
3: hand open the good things come to those who wait care about nothing and nobody you call it no class no representation My take on the days woman you got so many different flavors you got so many different types give me the
4: see, keep heads up, like nose bleed. a piece of the east from the north, but she often the change, so she cover all globally, never the touch faith so unholy, bullets found a target gun going know me, a past life begs for my memory, a fan of a large and I'm a member see, I give in to her like bad food, sucker for love, yeah I'm that
5: dude,
4: but when she's on the board, she give good oral, when I'm not with her, I get withdrawal. Lord. Out of want to call. She claimed the math, of man, she's on the door. I met this night, she leave you floored. Like a nice snake on third round. She like a snake in a bird tail. I'm addicted by design, a fiend. If she ever try to cut me from a team i do turn your back, but she's on that track. Watch out for that train wreck. Starbucks sipping Frappuccino I want to grind on that coffee bean A couple of cups of that Joe is a bad pep She'll be swinging on chandeliers Baby got that skin that can handle years mm. And I want my if she fucks us Her mouth game is like rap a lot Her Facebook say she aim at the strap a lot Online surfing for the beach boys To bring the sand under her feet boys she my rock bottom like last office. Wouldn't write me off like the last offer Even though she a bomb scare I'm standing right here, I'm right here. Don't turn your back, but she's on that track Why was I on that train?
0: the sound of an actual train wreck finishing off the song train wreck by Della Soul it's great yeah hip hop is one of the few genres that you know it hasn't aged yet enough to be well, i mean these are these are guys who are probably the eldest one of the eldest in terms yeah. of like the generation the older generation of hip hop it's very
2: mature there's there's not as much crack on this i don't think as their their usuals approach or usuals approach usual approaches <laughs>
1: You mean Della Soul in general? Yeah,
2: no, it just, I mean, that track is quite serious. It's quite uh, sombre considering how much crack they were having in, in the 90s, you know.
1: Yeah, but how old are they now?
2: I know, that's what I'm saying. They've matured and they're like, right, no more messing. No more bongs, you know, real life. Maybe. We've had to, we've had 12 years and no money and we've got an album together. We need to it together and
1: that's probably why there's a list of people that we know yeah that are general sort of staples in that whole sound you know yeah Ocean yeah.
0: yeah i mean but i guess people want to help them out as well that's the other part
2: yeah of, of course it, you know, they're the they're, they're they're icons you know, there's they
0: icons exactly so
2: they're too big they're too big to um to not they mean too much you know they're too important cool ah uh, uh, so
0: Del- uh Soul. ah uh. time for your choice now Sally Um, what have you got for us
2: my new pick is from yeah Eves More. it's called The Feeling When You Walk Away and uh, this lad I think quite a young dude he's um, from Tennessee he's living in Turin at the moment it's kind of a psychedelic-y lo-fi buzz uh, released on Pan in September this well the 23rd Um, and it's just kind of trippy and weird and I really like it and I it's something that I within seconds I went oh Jesus I love that like straight away save find you know download nice I Um, haven't heard
0: this yet so we give it a spin Eve's Tumor Eve's Tumor it's
2: called The Feeling When You Walk Away Yeah, The Feeling When You Walk Away Eve's two more there with the feeling when you walk away. It's uh I think it's a, it's an it's an instant it's an instant one, right?
0: Yeah, real nice vibe to that one. Yeah, it sounds
1: yeah. like the summer, but
2: it sounds like the summer and it sounds like Isaac Hayes, like you said, and it sounds like Ariel Pink. It's 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 trippy, it's dreamy.
1: Isn't brilliant the way music is sort of melded into all sorts of different technologies and different kinds of sampling and then the original goes really well with new sounds and yeah. We come up with this whole new re edited world online that we just keep dipping in and out of it's like going swimming
2: mm. yeah do you, re- do you reckon there has to be a, a timelessness there in order for it to not sound um, aged up against old stuff well you, you know? said
1: you said it right at the start it's like as soon as I heard it I was like I'm in yeah and the reason why that is is because your history of music is from your family and yeah. the people around you and your friends and you grew up listening to music that just was like that's that sounds amazing and that kind of, I got that, you know. And there's a it, that reminds me of Bullion. Do you know who Bullion is? Mm. Yeah, like yeah. Really, a, an older track called "Young Heartache" that mm-hmm, I'm, I I'm still mad about.
2: Yeah, I still play it.
1: It's still kind of, it's got that, but yeah, the, all the samples are like from from a time, which sort of says something, I think. You know?
2: Yeah, I often wonder about these guys, what like, what they're listening to and what their background was, because there's something, there's a knowledge, there's a there's a wisdom there in in their yeah. sound. Sometimes you just think. There's more to this 20-something-year-old in Cool Gear. He's got a... He has to know stuff, you know? They very rarely come across a sound like that accidentally, you know? No,
1: their father has.
2: You know, like Ariel Pink and, you know, you, Donnie mo- and Joe and, yeah. you know, you knew yeah. that that was what drove him to what...
1: And their mothers and their sisters yeah, had course. this music sitting in the, in a the basement and listening on the record player. Yeah. Yeah, if they if they had one. But, like, this is a 21 20 year you You're 20-year-old, and he's grown up with... A whole wealth of music online on YouTube yep. on on wherever he wants to go, he can have, he can listen to anything.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's still the the music you hear when you're young that really does. I think
1: that. Influence. Th- you. Yeah. For me, it was like.
2: Oh, of course. <gasps> wow. Yeah, it doesn't go away. But I think as well, well, on this track especially, because apparently uh, it was recorded. There was tracks recorded in Miami. There was tracks recorded in Leipzig. So this album sort of reflects all of that. You can hear LA in it you can hear Miami in it, you can hear Leipzig in it, you can hear Berlin in it. You know, like, it's, it's. I'm quite excited with this album for that reason, because, like, there are four very different cities to be recording music mm. in. They've got to, they've got to mould that in some way. You know, they've got to, got to have there, a say Is there an album on the way? There's an album on the way. Um, I've been trying to find out a little bit more about them, because I don't know a huge amount. Um, Just, it came up on my feed, because I was following Pan, that label, but, um, I'm. I want to know more. I want to know more.
0: Cool. Right. Well, our next choice is from Aidan. Um, bit of a bit of a sad one, I guess. Really, it's uh, we decided to ask uh, Aidan what his uh, breakup song was, and uh, your
1: choice was, um, "Love Is a Losing Game" by Amy Winehouse. Mm. And I, I think, I think we're not far enough away. Well, it's only three, it was three years last week actually when she was passed it? away. Yeah, it oh.
2: was her birthday yesterday.
1: Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
2: Mark Roth. that's why I thought it was quite a good choice when I saw it, because uh, I just saw Mark Ronson post a picture of her. Here's
1: the thing, I think, right? It will always be timely to have an Amy Winehouse song in your day. Yeah. Because I think the story is about all of our losses and all of our gains, all in, especially us Irish, in such a quick time frame. <laughs> and then it just, it's just gone. Like, And you think that we would have learned, you know, 27-year-olds, you know, that huge history of, you know, Janice Joplin and Hendrix yeah. and, but no, and it's, it's just, and I have a personal thing. I nearly got to be the photographer on a show in New York and I didn't go because I decided to stay with a friend of mine who was an alcoholic. He lived in, in Brooklyn <laughs> in a house and he was like, would you mind staying and having some food with me? And I was like, okay, right. Emmy Winehouse is playing in Joe's and I can't go. And I got tickets for the up the front, so I didn't go. I didn't go. I stayed with, with Greg, and I had chicken, and we had and we had rice, and we had we watched the Yankees play, um, the Phillies or something on TV. He was like, and he said just like, I, thank you very much for staying with me, you know, because it has been a long day, and of course I didn't go into the city and didn't get those photos that I could have got.
2: Oh, singer mm-hmm.
1: that Jill Formanovsky got probably, you know, and yeah. So. Apart from that story, it, she will always, she'll be like Aretha Franklin in 50, 60, 80, 200 years time. She'll still still have that. And then the photographs, again, because I'm a photographer, those photos at the end of the documentary when that she took of herself mm. and the last photos on her phone, it was just like, and they came up on screen. I was just like blown away. And this song kind of sums up all of that whole. Oh my God! It's just such a rise because Frank was an amazing album, mm. and then it's up, 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 and then that awful boyfriend, and then down, down, down. Yeah. And it's it's tragedy. It's such a it's such a Greek. It, I
2: thought. It, yeah. I I have to say I, I was apprehensive with the documentary. Went to see it. Wasn't mad about it. Thought it was kind of all over the shop. I didn't like how it was made and how it was cut. I I would have liked. It was very good in that it was. Um, um, Non-bias, you know, but I would have liked more attitude or more of an opinion. Or I, I just felt there were so many things that weren't mentioned, like the fact that she had a chronic eating disorder, and that was, that was just not really discussed. Mm-hmm. And that was essentially what killed her because her heart couldn't take yeah what she was doing. And I just thought, just especially in the past couple of years and how women are sort of portrayed in the media and and how things are kind of stopping and we're not putting up with a certain amount of... I just thought, how did that get so bad? How was she... How did that slip so far?
0: Yeah, it was certainly the latest of that run of, you know, tragedy in terms of musicians who you know, aren't looked after, aren't looking after themselves. Yeah. And in a way, when I went to see that documentary, it was introduced by somebody from the record label who said, we can't let this happen again. But the point was, that it was was let happen. It was let happen, and
2: very recently. Yeah,
1: and it is the culture to be sensational, and they allowed it to be just portrayed, you know?
2: Oh, well, that whole era of baby shambles and getting fucked up and taking loads of coke, it was like... It was kinda sort of glamorized and it's really it's crass now when you think about it. I'd like to
0: think it's changed a little bit. I'd hope so. I, I feel like it has a little bit. I'm a bit of an optimist, so I would think yeah. it's a little bit changed. Mm. Certainly it's not as um it's not we're not as preoccupied with that kind of stuff. Or yeah. we, de- we we definitely question ourselves more when that happens. And I think people in general, more people in general are questioning themselves about like going at that and like looking at somebody like that. All um,
1: of the, all of those things, all those issues, yeah, aside. Yes. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. The tune is insane. Stop. The, yeah. dr- the drums, insane. Whoever yeah. recorded those drums, the guitar version a- of the, at the Mercury Prize Award, just this one guy playing oh, guitar. That was unreal. Yeah. Floored me. Yeah. Right? The first time around. And then I was like, I let it go. I let it go. I just didn't want to hear it anymore. Play Valerie every, every so often for the yeah. girls with the long hair. And then you're going to go, right, okay. But this, I heard this. I think two weeks ago for the first time in a very, very long time, and I was like floored. This is like the Beatles or something, you know yeah. or it's Scott Walker. It's Scott Walker. And it can know? mean
2: something different to you through the years, through your life. It'll I'll still love this. I'll and still love that album. I'll still love Tears it, Dry on the own. That,
1: that's the power I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's that.
2: timeless. Again, it's back to the timelessness, isn't it?
1: Oh god.
0: Well let's play the song then. This is uh oh, let's
1: play the song. A losing get game the, by the the tissues here. out
2: <laughs> writing the feelings
1: yeah. <laughs> like okay yeah you can be cool all you want it's incredible, wow. it's incredible. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, and it's so short and it's got that whole 60s thing you can totally see black and white and you can see little shoes and you can see the little glass of and it's oh, but it's got Billie Holiday it's got yeah. Etta James it's got all of those really great heartfelt songs you know um just make you go, well, all right.
2: Yeah, the band are incredible, though. Daptones are so good. Oh, they're the
1: Drumming. Yeah. The Daptones. So, yeah, 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 of yeah, course, They're yeah.
2: so good. I I, I still, you know, all of the all the live stuff where she was making a ball of gigs and she was kind of turning up really bad. And you can just see how they're like, come on, come on. And they were kind of carrying her. And you could just see, like, over that period of time where they were just going... Shit, we're so close. We, you know, because it was so, so good. And it was just sliding, sliding, sliding. And, oh, so sad. There's so many times where you can just see them go, not again, not mm. not another show, you know. Because they're, they're so tight. They're so brilliant. They deserved somebody to carry them. Like Sharon Jones, the way she carries them, mm. you know. Like, she doesn't miss a beat. She doesn't mess around. And she throws a show, you know. Like, she mm. really... That that show I saw of um Sharon Green or Sharon Jones Jones down in Button Factory. Was like,
1: was Charles Bradley with them? No. I seen Charles Bradley and warm no, up warm, that w- warm up for them in the barbecue. That
2: was in um that was in the in the opera house down in Cork. Right. And they came out together. Yeah, she came out with um was it Charles Bradley? Yes, yeah, she came out with Charles Bradley at the Opera House a couple of years ago for the jazz festival.
1: He was better, I thought. Legs. Him.
2: Like like, yeah. like a, ro- like a ro- rocket of energy. And she she's... He had like
1: a blue lame trousers uh, on and a gold jacket.
2: The power, it's unreal. Hi, everybody. I'm yeah. Ted
1: And he was gone. Yeah. Like she's like
2: Tina Turner. She's just like... She is. ...ball of energy. Just <laughs> like wound up, ready for action. No messing around. Uh, Not a line of coke or a Jack Daniels and coke inside. Uh, she was on the ball. Take, you know. your,
1: take your hands off that. <laughs>
2: take your hands off. Put that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh lads, Great.
1: Ah, uh, thanks a million for playing that for me. Oh uh, good. No, uh, great choice. Just my heart, like Ter- terribly sad, but um, yeah. you know, you know, there's power in that as well. Like know. it has been going. Ar- you know, when you get, you know, this, you both know this. The tune in your
2: head, yeah,
1: around and around and around, and I just like I'm humming it along. I was even singing it to the dog this morning, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, biscuits, biscuits. <laughs>
2: Um, Unfortunately, yeah, no. it, it, there is a timelessness there that will be with anyway. us always. I think you know it's a good thing.
0: Moving on, yeah, you have a, your own breakup choice of song. I
2: have a few now. You have a few, there's a few, there's oh, been a few breakups. Oh, oh, Give oh, us one. Oh, oh. Um, I think the Bill Withers, uh, it's the most sort of devastating of them all because I think I loved how he is really trying to be okay with the breakup and he's saying, I hope she's be happier with him. But he's raging and he's sad and he sort of goes through the process of it through the song. And he sang it live in Zaire. Um, I think the Olympics were on around 70-something. And he sang it live in this um, sort of bowl and they recorded it. And it's it's on YouTube and it's one of the most powerful things you'll ever see. It's slightly life-changing. And um, I remember at the time just being really obsessed by him again going through this cycle of going... Bill Withers, and then watch Still Bill again. You know, when you go fall back in love with somebody that you whose music you just know inside out. And then James Blake, I saw James Blake cover it, so I was kind of thinking maybe at the same time we had become re obsessed with something. And uh, James Blake covers it beautifully because it's it's timeless, and yet it's he brings this lovely modern um, edge to it, and he he uses some of the lyrics it, on his new album, and uh, yeah, it's just. One of those really uh,
1: So which one are we getting? Jamesy?
2: I hope she'd be happier with him. Um, Billy. Bill Bill Withers. Billy.
0: That was Bill Withers, A song was called.
2: Hope she Be Happier With Hope Him. Hope
0: She'll Be Happier With Him. Choice of Sally. And that was a, a breakup song. Um, next, we're going to go back to some new music. Um, it's going to be my choice now. Uh, I'm going to play a song from uh, a guy called Anderson Pack uh, and the reason I'm playing this is because ever since it came out in January I have not stopped listening to this album and it's absolutely I don't think I have either. my favourite album of the year yeah. easily, it's called Malibu um, Anderson Pack is an LA uh, singer, rapper, musician um, Groover Groover, absolute Groover Yeah. Um, and he was featured last year on Dr. Dre's album what was that called again? Wasn't it Aftermath? Like the Aftermath was one, was one yeah, of Yeah, it, it was like a, a re-celebration. Word, yeah, yeah. Re-Aftermath? He was on like six songs, six new songs. Um, and I think he just charmed his way in there. Really yeah. To Dr. Dre. But then he had an album out um, called Venice a couple of years ago. I've been listening to that since I heard Malibu. But Malibu, to me, is uh, an absolutely incredible album. It's kind of what we were talking about earlier on. You know, the mix of, of your, your past and the genealogy, musical genealogy you yeah, have... Like he, it sounds like Isaac Hayes, it sounds like Curtis he's, Mayfield. He's, but
2: he's Curtis Mayfield and he's outcast, outcast. and You know, and he's like Billie Holiday. He's, he's such a groover. And that Tiny Desk concert, I think it's probably my favourite one I've ever seen. They're just on it, like, yeah. from the minute they start, they're just on it. Yeah, it it's is
0: worth mentioning that his band, the Free Nationals, have been with yeah. him for a long, long time, and they are totally on his buzz as well, yeah. really are. Um, and they play on the album as well. He's also a drummer. He's not playing Ireland yet. He was, mm. uh, I heard he was supposed to be playing Electric Picnic, and he never did in the end, because he was around here at that time, but it never worked out. <sighs> so we still await uh, an Anderson-packed date. But the song I'm going to play is called Celebrate, Um it's just one facet of an amazing album. Yeah. So I'm going to play it now. Anderson Pack. Let's celebrate. Time
6: never cares you're there or not there all you ever needed was a simple plan but you're doing well i mean you're not dead so let's celebrate while we still can i know what they say i could give a care they talk so much on me I must be doing something right I saw my Sunday in the likeness of a full grown man, so I'll celebrate, while I still can. Ooh, on a day, day, you can see West L.A., even downtown. I remember when I couldn't even see the point of stepping out the motherfucking house. Let it go, 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 let it came too far. Celebrate, but we still
0: can. Yep, that was Anderson Pack and a song called "Celebration" from Malibu. My album of the year so far, absolutely. It hasn't ever since I heard it in January. It just has not been knocked off.
2: I'm so the same. I'm back to uh, it all the time. That and Kate Ryanata, the two of them. I'm just, just, I just go over and over. Radiohead doesn't get a look in anymore. It's <laughs> just, it's a different buzz. It's a different buzz. Yes. Loved it, gave it loads, and then I'm like, ah. Yeah, kind of want to leave in good form. I, <laughs> I <laughs> just do Anderson Pack or Kajolata again.
0: Yeah, you, I, c- I don't know about the Radiohead album. It's one of those things you like. I really enjoyed it, listened to it for the first few weeks, and then I have not gone back to it at all. are,
2: yeah.
1: they, are they both Americans?
2: Or who? Oh, K- uh, Kajolata and, and uh, uh, yeah. Oh, he's Canadian actually. He's he? Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's uh They're um.
1: Is music from that part of the world? Going back to something interesting.
2: Oh, I think I think Canada's been banging out the best stuff for the last ten, fifteen years. Yeah, it's been amazing yeah. stuff coming out of Canada. Um, they're they're the ones that are. They're the, they're well, the well I'm thinking
1: of Kendrick Lamar and just that. Well, he set off again, which is like this sort of. Apocalyptic sort of uh, you know it's theatre. It's not even like hip hop anymore. It's like yeah, he's like Steve Ioki throwing cake, but like he's not <laughs> throwing <laughs> cake, you know. It's it's C- like cake with good stuff. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's nice it's cake. vegan. It's
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not some <laughs> <laughs> pound cake, <Gluten-free>. some <laughs> <laughs> shite, gluten free yolk.
1: It's you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like it's yeah Black yeah Forest yeah Gatto. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and it's like all of this the whole energy of what how how kind of crass it was for like uh, kind of that sound. Mm. I cause I think I just didn't bother. It, you know, I'd always buy something else. I'd always buy it kind of different, and it was it was mostly English music. I like that kind of that slow funky sound. You know, so is uh, that's I'm asking the question: is uh, who else did, would you, apart from those well,
2: two? Well, th- there's two really distinctive sounds. There's like it, there's there's quite a there's quite a um um like when you think of all of the really white stuff like Bonnie Ver and um, Broken Social Scene and Timber Timber and it's very definitively Canadian, but it's consistently good. So, yeah. the last time
1: I'd heard that kind of, those slow kind of triplets and stuff was Breakister. Do you remember Breakister yeah. or Master Sounds? Yeah. Well,
0: there's a lot of jazz coming back into yeah. music uh, at the moment, and there's a lot of interesting jazz, especially, I know it was in Dublin. Like, you had a band called Wolfpack playing in the bigger yeah. street during the week. Uh, snarky Puppy, you've been here a couple of times the last few years they've been here bad bad not good up. like definitely hip hop influence jazz coming back in on itself again mm. and kids are getting into it here I love yeah, this the, um, the Flo-
1: Mar- for Marmish 2 the floating points new release I was going to put that up but it's like it's 13 it's, minutes it's long it's, <laughs> I think. Yeah. it's beautiful but it's the keyboards and stuff are just it's Sounds like Steve Reich meets, you know, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs>
2: I'd, I'd say they, i I say they they like a bit of the Bob Marley as well. The oh, so they a, bit of b- b- did they, they like a few Dun- Dunkin' Donuts after... They like a bit of the Bob Marley, do they? A few jazz cigarettes. Yeah. Say that like in your yeah.
1: best Artean accent. No. Do you like to a bit of the Bob to Marley's? Um,
2: the <laughs> Christian Scott um, gig I saw in Sugar Club a few months ago was... He's, you know, the stretch artist Christian Scott. Really young cat. Classically trained. Um, Thund- Thundercat. No, Thundercat as well. Oh,
1: Thundercat! Are
2: you kidding me right now, Thundercat? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, like all of that stuff that Mark brings over. Who else? Yeah. Like Sugar who Club else? Well, I mean, that's Kendrick
0: Lamar is a good uh, like flashpoint for all that stuff. But, like he brought in Thundercat and he brought yeah. in Flying Lotus. As He's well. letting all
1: those young fellas. Like i you know, I meet kids come and talk to me. You know, young fellas. Uh, who are you know Zimbabwean or they're from Kenya, but they live in Kildare and they're making beats uh, in their bedrooms and they're mm-hmm. gone and they're, they're 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 seeing this on TV on 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 the awards and they're like, he can say that, we can say that yeah. yeah. So you had that Morley track, you know that you yeah. I remember you posted that thing up a long time and I was just like
0: that's Morley Rusanganu family yeah. yeah yeah
1: like they they are like insane. Have you seen the new video? It's just two yeah. girls in the video eating. It's <laughs>
2: brilliant. It's like, it's real, you know. it's Yeah, just yeah like it's real. They mean it.
1: These people, like, are eating.
0: And it's funny you mentioned <laughs> theatre, because the Russangano family live show has a bit yeah. of theatre in it. And yeah. in, I still it's haven't seen them live spoken in Spoken word, essentially. We, like we
1: need to go and see them.
0: Yeah, they're amazing. They're absolutely
1: amazing. You know, and I know you love yeah, their stuff, but yeah. I think that's just as oh,
2: playing. So, lo- so slow to get around to them now that I've well, they're I've playing sort of Sunday the night in,
0: in Dublin. If you were around, oh, Fringe festival.
2: Oh, are they in the Spiegel Tent? They're no, in the Spiegel tent are they? Shukra, okay, yeah, the band doing that. Cork. Yeah, definitely doing that. By the, um, t-
0: by the time you hear this, it'll be o- it'll be over. But
2: anyway, I better sort of take it out for that. I loved Riot. So Did you see Riot? I'm gonna go see you next week. Did you is see it, Riot? It's a great crack. Is it? It's amazing. It it's amazing. Okay. It's, re- I, I, it's it was beyond what I thought it was going I to never, be. you never get amazons, How are you? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> His face. It's the odd one. It's 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 pretty amazing. Once in six it.
1: months, like we are getting amazing. How yeah. are you? Yeah. Wow.
2: Wow. <laughs> she, I'm floored. Going <laughs> to see that. Jesus, we better listen to some music. What's going on?
1: Well, now?
0: speaking of amazing, uh, <laughs> a song a song that reminds you of a good time. Aiden uh, asked you to pick a song
1: ah, based on that. And category. not Chumbawumba. <laughs> no not that oh that's just awful that thing isn't
2: it yeah it gets stuck in your head and you can't stop oh,
1: I get up and get down again is yeah. that that
2: thing bit whiskey drink vodka drink lager drink cider drink see that's the reason
1: why I love this song is because I didn't it's have the opposite to pl- of that I didn't have to play that song yeah ever in your because life because I knew these guys and they they made so much sense to me that it it, it, it was like a, oh, they kind of they were my heroes you know
2: I heard their um, I heard the Electric Picnic uh, gig was like just unreal. It was sort of everyone's pick of like the weekend
1: songwriting aside with John and Martin. The band we're talking about is Sack, by the way. Mm-hmm. We yeah. were getting around to that, but thank you,
2: because we could have meandered there for far too long. <laughs> I was just I was I was to give you a I was a just gonna
1: talk 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 and then just go Sack. <laughs>
2: And it wouldn't—they wouldn't be on everyone's radar. To be fair, no,
1: because they didn't make it.
2: Yeah, but they were going for a long time.
1: They made it inside their own idea of what they wanted to do, and I think that was good enough for them. But I think it was a bit sad for fans of of theirs that they didn't go beyond, say, the tour with Morrissey and all of that. And and they they should have blown up, like really blown up, back when they were when they were just at their peak, you know. And I think it hurt them. Yeah. Personally, and then they just But they were heroes
2: to, in Dublin and that's what keeps you going sometimes, I they're, think. They're
1: tightest outfit though. They're nothing without John uh, his lyrics, the presence of Martin's vocal is just mm-hmm. every time just makes me it just upsets me, you know, it really does. Because he's he sounds like the whole of the north side of Dublin. Yeah. In my mind, that's why I yeah. always think of that. And then <laughs> he's Ton- the north side of the liffy. And then nothing. They're all nothing without Tony. And then Ken Houghton early on with the guitar leads and then John then in on on top. And then Joe Chester was a part of this this album Adventure yeah. Adventure in Majestic, where this, the song In Flight is from. And it totally just picks me up. It's like the whole album, start to finish, just goes. Summer of two thousand. Mm-hmm. 16 years old, you know, and you're just in town and you're back out to Canberra or you go out to Finglas or and it's 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 that it has that sort of for me, it's it's sort of it's it's an it they're, they're national anthems, all of the songs for for Dublin, mm-hmm. well, so ca- which, count county albums. So, so which in, song would you like to play then? In Flight is the one that just goes bam, you're in,
2: you're in okay. flight,
0: but in flight. <laughs>
3: The woe in the glorious love All it's made out to be when you think of captain of the treasure then give it away free I'll turn this pain into sheer pleasure you know I can and you know I will
1: I so Daryl just... Daryl Rainey that
0: was there sexy
1: boy that <laughs> was there sexy
2: boy <laughs> <What>? the last <laughs> thing I thought i here. <laughs> yeah
1: the last thing I thought it here after <laughs> that was sack in flight but anyway <laughs> uh, uh so yeah, uh, Daryl Rainey. I did mention him. He played bass on that, and uh, it's 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 a timely it's a timely bait, You know, there was a lot of bands around the, that time, and you hear that bass line. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like Whipping Boy, and you know, you can yeah. hear all of these. You know, obviously English bands. And stuff. There but, was
2: great bands knocking around then oh. in Dublin, wasn't there? Ten Speed Racer and all that. They were so good. Ten There's Speed such, Racer. Yeah, yeah. they are were amazing, weren't they? Yeah, brilliant. And um, what you call the lads? Um The other one. Horse-drawn wishes. Um, oh, I was
1: year. only listening to Sack. You're
2: list- you were only listening. You were busy. You were up to that with Sack. <laughs> <laughs> you are up to high dough with Sack.
1: Martin would appreciate Ah, <laughs> <You laughs> oh God, Sack.
2: So uh, one of my new picks is uh, a track from Lower Dens called Ribbon Music. And they're sort of not long on my radar. Uh, Baltimore uh, trio, I think. Um, they had a track called "To Die in LA" last year, which I loved. And um, I guess it's it's very Mazzy Star. It's uh, it's kind of spooky Twin Peaksy. The video is she's very cool. It's sort of Brian Ferry in Curtis vibe. Um, it's very Hope Sandoval but I still like it without it being too mimicky. Song is called Real Thing. I think, the song is called Real Thing. Um, yes, and it's on Ribbon Music and. Um,
0: Cool, we'll give it a spin. So this is Lower Dance with Real Thing. Lower Dens with a song called Real Thing. They're one of the bands that I'm just vaguely familiar with. Every now and again, yeah. I, I hear a song from Lower Dens that I really like. Oh, those guys! That's yeah. what they're that band to me. Never All those really guys. Listen to the albums though. I yeah, I
2: haven't got around to them, but a track pops up and uh, kind of catches me. the The one um, to die in LA I loved last year. Um, I like her vibe. She's very cool. She's very cool looking. I don't know if it's contrived or if you know. I th- I still like it. I don't want to know too much in case I decide here.
1: Mm. One of her songs is Hospice Gates. Ooh. that's hard.
2: That's that's a bit of your Liz well, Fraser there. Isn't am it? I
1: leaving or am I going in? Yeah,
2: <laughs> you'd have to ask yourself. Oh
1: my God.
2: Um, yeah, I really I like it, but I don't know too much about it. But I like what I what I do know.
0: Yeah, sometimes you don't want to know too much. Either. I don't
2: want to know <laughs> no. too much because they could be jerks, and I'm like, oh no, she just loves Mazzy Starr and Brian Ferry, and she just decided. That, but um. I think it's strong enough. Yeah, um, it's very shoegazy. It's it's got a lovely nostalgic '90s vibe to it. And the video is kind of video is uh, nice. It's very you know Vaseline on the lens yeah. sort of groove. It's very Brian Ferry actually. The video yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is
1: there a part of you, you? Is there a part of you that is an actual hippie? Oh, do you have a little voice in there?
2: There's a little bit of a hippie in me, but like not a crunchy one, as my mum calls them. <laughs> Do you know them crunchy fellows? <laughs> why? Uh, did, why
1: are you attracted to certain kinds of music? Like it's very floaty, it's very uh, ethereal, and I don't
2: know. That that's not really hippie-ish, I wouldn't say it's kind of spacey, isn't it?
1: Yeah, ethereal, spaced out. The free. The, I guess crunchy. the the
2: crunchiness. Yeah, the freedom and the crunchiness. Def- definitely some You
1: couldn't let theory. it go, Nile. Right? You had oh. to bring. It. You had to bring it back <laughs> in. Yeah, I love it. Just yeah. asking. Just asking. Don't no, be I off. think
2: when I was a kid, I was into very serious music because i think when i look back now i wanted to be, seem older or grow up you know when you you know when you're not taken seriously as a kid and you you want to prove yourself that you are actually older than you being treated like a child so i was really into like Leonard Cohen and Dylan and stuff well wow. um you know the clash and You were probably
0: a nightmare to hang out with.
2: Well, I... <laughs> no, but I, I wasn't... I, everyone else was into Guns N' Roses. Yeah. I, everyone my age and our brothers and sisters and mm. their mates, mm. all Guns N' Roses. Everyone dressed like them and I was like, fuck that. The yeah. hack of your man with the red hair mm. and the bandana and the bicycle shorts. Forget about it.
1: I was a bit of an outs- I was
2: like listen to the KLF I was having a laugh. Yeah,
1: I was a bit of an outsider as well. I was on the KLF but And I didn't so. have
2: anyone to talk to about music so I didn't know. Everyone just had, I, I, we only had the albums that we had in our house mm. that we all shared because there was ten, five of us, different age groups. So we had a record player in the kitchen with like ten albums that we all agreed on and then we all had our own music. Yeah. But so I didn't, my friends are just into all the other shit and I had no one to really Talk to you about it. And you were down the country,
1: right?
0: Yeah, I was in Kildare. I got most of my taste from my sister, to be honest. Yeah. Um, she had a grand collection of grunge and uh kind of early Beastie Boys stuff. That's where I like I really took to that. Really took to Beastie Boys. I mean they're still one of my favourite bands, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Um so that kind of defined music
1: for and me then. Be dreaming through tunes, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, well, I, I remember I, dreaming through tunes. I'd hear something and I'd be like Ten, even Ten Scenes C, not not I'm not in love. I was just like, wow, this is. Yeah. And you see, you see on the Garden, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and you just go, right, okay, it totally fits for that. And yeah. you, you dream about what it was like in town. Yeah. And that's to me in that's town.
2: The, that's the way I was. And my sisters worked in the arcade, and I was brought with them on Saturdays. I'd sit on the flower shop, or I'd sit in the shop with Tara. But when they weren't there, I would just lie on their bed in their room and listen to their records and just be like, I'm going to be in town, like, soon. Mm. They're just longing to be in town at gigs, talking to people about music. It's it's a weird thing when so, your friends are not into what you're into and yeah. you don't really know how to outlet. But I was really lucky. I had an amazing mixture. My brother was mental, just hip-hop and rap. Just Public Enemy, Beastie Boys. My sis, Tracy, was into The Clash, The Smiths. The Cure. Tara was into Prince. Um, and, like... Womack and Womack. So I just had this brilliant uh, selection. But I kind of thought that all kids had the music that we had. I thought yeah. all houses had those albums. And I remember when I met Danine first, him just going, I used to cycle to a hardware shop in Killarney, like 12 kilometers, because the odd time they'd get a tape in and whatever it was, I would just sit in the car and listen to it. He's like, the difference in yeah. when you're spoon fed, excellent stuff. And when you literally would drive cycle 12 kilometers yeah to to pick it, see if they have a tape that you could listen to I'm sure it's he bad. was
1: I'm sure he was getting milk and
2: OMD oh, that's all he just said was like, <laughs> just sitting in the car for I'm sure for he
1: was picking up other things as well as music
2: <laughs> I don't know well, I don't it's know on the shopping list it's right? on the list
1: firelighters <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. but yeah you can be you, can, r- you collect- can be very lucky you can be very lucky in what you're what you've access to yeah I got, like my dad had a pretty
0: extensive collection of LPS as well that I uh, you know I emerge my immerse myself into it without realising, you know? Yeah, Because yeah. 'Cause they'd be on and you wouldn't know
1: like I didn't. I didn't have either of what you had in the sense of records and record players. I mm. had the radio. I listened to the radio like incessantly as a yeah. kid and listened to DJs on the radio mixing and talking and I love this. I love sitting here talking to you guys about music because this is actually taught in my in my head like, since I was 16 I want to do this. Mm. Yeah. And for me that was a huge introduction to a world out there because not only was it not in my room but it was out there. It was like in this box coming through an area yeah. like magically coming through. <laughs> it's such a simple thing to think yeah. about now when yeah. it doesn't really exist anymore but like it was romance. Oh how you, you fantasize.
2: Sorry, I, uh, I was telling my boyfriend recently how when I was a kid, I... When I saw Talking Heads and heard them for the first time, I went, finally, a band for kids. Jesus, thank God. <laughs> and I was fully convinced that Talking Heads were a band for kids. And I was like, for fuck's sake, they took their fucking time, didn't they? You know, I was just like, here <laughs> we go. Let's go. Yeah. It's on, Talking Heads.
1: Like you saw the Goonies. Because I just
2: went, it's a band for kids. It made so much sense to me that they were a band for children because yeah. it just spoke to me so much. And then on the, on the top of our stairs, in our, in our, on our landing in my parents' house, there's just a giant mirror. And I, there was a kind of a year or two where I'd get home before everybody else. My brothers were in secondary school. And uh, I would come home. And there'd be no else in the house. And I'd blare talking heads from downstairs in the kitchen. I'd blare it, go upstairs, put one of my dad's suits on. And I would just <laughs> dance to David Byrne in Pervert the mirror. Size. For hours. For hours just in this oversized suit. And I was like, duh, talking heads, yeah. bad for kids. What do you like? Is Most it, obvious thing in the world to me. It, do you was, know? it was
1: like seeing E.T. or the Goonies and God Yeah, it was just like... There's the film for me. That's
2: yeah. for me. That's 100% geared towards me, yeah. do you know? Mm. But, yeah. But then I don't know when I realised it. was. I guess I guess they're still a band for kids, maybe. Is it the
0: nervous energy they have in their tunes? I right just like, it said,
2: it's for everybody and it's all-inclusive and it's not too heavy and they're not really saying anything about anyone personally. It's just—it's mostly about vibe. It's just mm. about like a general feeling and a vibe, and uh, and it's—it's it's so funky that you kind of can't not. And then you see, stop making sense, especially if you see it when you're younger. And you're just like, "Fuck yes!" Like, let's go. I want in. I want a part of that. You know, and I—I I still, they're still, they're still my favorite band. Just for that, just for that sort of how it um, changes you, how it changes your mind about mm. about things.
0: Mine was Michael Jackson and yep. that was moonwalk, trying to, attempting to moonwalk, moonwalk. around the living yeah. room.
1: Yeah. Oh, I would Pretty have never put you down you know, as a Michael Jackson fan. Off the, the Wall, was Off the Wall, Thriller, Bad, you know, oh, those so were into
0: it. first three cassettes I ever had were those three cassettes. <laughs> yeah, Dangerous, yeah.
2: Bad and, um,
0: Dangerous, Bad and... Dangerous, uh, Bad and when we did, my dad got me Off the Wall then, I, I didn't really like we Off had, the Wall then. We had Off the Wall on, two, on vinyl, two. <laughs> so. two. There was know, something with it, wasn't good. it? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't ready for disco then,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah. But essentially, later old, essentially dream pop, you know, yeah. American yeah. dream pop, soda water, you know, like kind of hamburgers and the whole, the whole glare that came from America it was like epitomized by by all of of what he did.
2: Most of us, most like most people would have their um their first introduction would be white Michael Jackson, and then they went back to black Michael Jackson, you know, like that yeah. era. You know the the white face and the long black hair, so, so and then so strange, isn't it? So strange, but it's every it's so good. It's it's mm. you can't for all of the shit you can't fault it. It's it's did something to all of us as mm. kids. You know, there's just there's there's a you can't ignore that. You can't unfeel those things that you felt for that music. Oh yeah, no Set, matter what you down came on a of path. It. Um, yeah,
0: and it was an innocent path at that time. You know, totally. Like, you know, you're following you're following the superstar. Really, yeah. You know? I, mean, I remember when. MTV was following him in Cork and all, when he played in Cork and all this kind of, yeah. just a madness, like absolute madness yeah. of like the, the f- fever of all that stuff around Michael Jackson. I saw him when, when I was
2: around 12, I think, in uh, Lansdowne when he did that gig and my mom took us, she was great, she took us to loads of things. She took me to the CMC Hammer in the point when I was very young, she, like she was brilliant, she just like going to gigs that young was unreal. But I saw Michael Jackson, and he flew off in a jetpack at the end, and looked over the stage. And I told my pal Daniel this story one night when we were drunk, and he was like, "Bollocks! There's no way you saw Michael Jackson. He's never played. You know, he's never played Dublin. He played Cork." And I was like, "No, dude, he definitely did." And then a couple of years ago, only he apologized, to me saying. No, no, I, I believe it actually was. He it. left it for five that, years. Didn't for years, he? I was like, maybe it was a sort of a, uh, yeah. a Nick Cawley or something. What, what? Some, <laughs> co- <laughs> some other lad pretending to be yeah. him. What year did be, he play it? Beat in the street. Oh, I Can't remember. We must look it up. Beat in the street. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the it wasn't real thing. impersonator.
0: beating uh, the street.
2: Just, yeah. Imagine impersonator. Yeah. With the, ooh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Tony Fenton. It was Tony Fenton. It was actually Tony Fenton. <laughs> ah, poor Tony. <laughs> poor old Uncle Tony Fenton, I know him. Um, so, oh, sorry, I'm hitting the mic there. I'm uh, um, carried away.
1: Last June is it? Last dancing tune, is it?
2: We're
0: n- we're nowhere near last June oh. We have a few more to go. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, we were going to ask you for your song of the year so far.
1: Aiden. What do you think? What did I write down? I can't remember. Glad. Yeah, yeah. No. who played oh, here yeah, very abs- recently. Absolutely. This thing is insane. hmm they're back
0: and funny I think Plaid were one of the first electronic acts I ever heard that I really uh, gravitated towards I went through every album they ever had mm. still love like double figure albums like that Spokes mm. those two in particular were the ones that but I this really is got
1: into. there's something going on with this particular the artwork you know the, the just the the, the vibe of, of the sounds they've picked and, and their arrangements and it's it's joyous you know and an awful lot of that electronic kick, kick Get murky and, and yeah. a little bit sort of noodles plus black ink from a squid, <laughs> and you're just sort of this is not happening. But this is like this is epic. Like I've played this in a bar, uh, uh Bolan, and I've done it. Uh, I've played it in Drury, and people are coming over to me. So what? What is this? It's not even like uh,
2: it's, it's not identifiable.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, it's it's entirely plaid, It's not uh It's not like anything else.
1: Yeah, but it's like they they sort of went to sleep and they sort of did actually and then woke up and they found something in the garden and they opened up the box <laughs> and there was a little tape in the box. Like Boards of Canada, they went to Canada and they got Boards of Canada's old back catalogue of sounds because that's actually still in existence. It's like um, nature programmes and informational stuff from Canada and it's supplied to you by Boards of Canada yeah and it's a, it's a and i think that's what's after happening to plaid the boys woke up and they saw a wildlife program or something and then they found this thing in the garden and they dug it up out of the garden and they brought it into the house <laughs> and then they sampled Smoked <laughs> it, <hoped> it. <laughs> wait till you hear this thing
0: okay let's play this is plaid with clock song called Clock from their ninth album, The Digging Remedy. So, that was it. Again, remember um, I was digging. talking to you about the yeah. artwork,
1: artwork stuff? I saw the artwork first, and I was just like, right, well, okay.
0: They actually had a website for it, didn't they? TheDiggingRemedy.com. Yeah. yeah, yeah. looked interesting, yeah. And I missed our live show here last week, but it I looked didn't see really them, no. interesting. They seemed to be playing behind loads of light boxes yeah. and shapes and stuff. And they
2: had an interactive um, app, I think, where you... Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, they had one of those. It's all, it's all the rage now. <laughs> I tell you, you'd want to be up, you want to be up at the crack of dawn for these uh, electronic <laughs> acts half the time. <laughs> Jesus,
1: you make it sound Is like
2: that. The internet. How do they do that? <laughs> How many gigabytes does that take? Um, they yeah, I, I and I actually kind of know a little bit of, about that, and I still go, oh God, it's a lot, isn't it, to take on like <laughs> electronics and visuals and you know it's light it. boxes. You're still like. Whoa,
0: yeah, speaking of um, electronic music, last oh, night I went, went to, to Music for 18 Machines, uh, Simon Cullen and Neil um, O'Connor's um, reinterpretation of Steve Reich's piece um, and it, it was absolutely a triumph of all of those things, okay, Yeah. of electronic, 18 synths on stage, um, hu- amazing visuals, I'm not sure who did the visuals actually, I had to find out who did them, um, but an absolutely mesmerising performance an installation almost yes really. at these irish boys yeah 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 it was it, it's, it's been a long time since i've seen anything like that in a place like the button factory certainly you might get it in, in as an installation in an art gallery but it was a performance and an installation and an audiovisual piece it's
2: pity um, they didn't uh, do it as a show for the fringe or so, yeah i'm you surprised know.
0: it wasn't a sh- uh, show for the fringe it, it definitely could have been uh, but I could, i'd say it'll be back somewhere else yeah, again they might not have like,
2: known it was going to be as uh, well received as it was.
0: Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. I'm raging. Um, I missed
2: it, but uh, I was pretty excited about it. And, but the first thing I thought was, "That's going to be awesome," and they're going to do it again really soon because <laughs> it's a lot of work, right? Yeah, to, yeah. It does take like a lot a show of work. That, there
0: okay. A lot of people there who since were borrowed for the night. Yeah. We're going are, to in keep the, even in the room we're sitting in. There's a few scenes here that maybe were used or yeah. maybe like could have been borrowed at some time. You know, so uh, and they're uh, put back straight away. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm ready to missed yeah, that one. That was great. Uh, music rating machine, certainly one of the best things I've seen live in a long time, and uh, it certainly remind me of a lot of stuff from like deaf, like the oh, more yeah. um, you know experimental end of electronic music, where it's yeah. more about you know the impact it has on you and the, or the audio visual. Uh, component as well so it was really interesting i think
1: uh, you know ambulance way 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 back you know if ambulance had had taken on trev taken on on this uh, visual thing because i think that was in in the the minds of people who listen to that music the imagination is that it is yeah it's another world you know and if you introduce it to them they remember you
0: well, certainly Dunk has been doing a lot more of that in the has last he? few years mm-hmm. with That's him, That's good, yeah. In th- I- even including a fringe show, actually. Still as moment. Ambulance
1: or something? No,
0: no. Um, mostly his sun could follow, um, But That's he's, right, yeah. But he does have, uh, he is doing some sound design and, and AV stuff uh, in the fringe, actually. So there you go. That is actually happening. Um, our next choice then is from you, Aiden. It is, uh, we, we, we left it pretty open. I mean, it's a pretty obvious question and everyone probably knows the answer to this, but um, themselves, your favourite singer. And there was only one for you, was that right?
1: Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm secretly in love with her. I've kind of had three or four occasions in my life where I'm, 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 I'm meeting her on the street, you know. So Elizabeth Fraser from the Cocktail Twins was sort of a a, a non voice voice because she just garbled, you know. But I came in the other side through Von Oliver's artwork at 4AD and and picked up Victoria Land and Heaven or Las Vegas, and and saw, you know. It, it, their output as 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 a as a group visually first, and then and then I got introduced to, it by a very very simple blank cassette from my friend big 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 Derek so, and he get big Declan sorry and he gave me this uh, we were working in the Abbey Mall at that time, that's how long ago that was, and there was a scratch on the record, in the recording on the cassette, and then I got the album and I listened to the album there was no scratch on the album, oh. and I was like. Where's the scratch? <laughs> yeah, I'd listened to the tapes so many times. Yeah, but her voice just came straight through. She's Everything. Like a harpy
2: or something like a not a real person. It's incredible, isn't it? Like, like she.
1: It's like a banshee.
2: Yeah, like a banshee, but a really sound one, like a really nice heartbroken one. Yeah,
1: and then there's this photograph of her at a window with this beautiful grey bob, mm. in this lovely kind of jackety coat, woolen thing, and I was like uh what would i give to have tea and beulies for her you know and it was just to sit down and say how are you i hope you're all right um you know what did you do today (laughs) you know and then and uh, but never bring up the cocktail twins because they don't talk and it doesn't but she still reminds for me like up there as a person that i think an awful lot of people went and took inspiration from you know and then you know, like a, like like Can Dance* for instance. You know, mm-hmm. is a definite like you can compare of that particular time. But
2: all the four AD stuff was just of its time and time. Oh. Like it's it's it was a total, uh, just a we're, amazingly. It must have just been the most incredible time to be around on the very edge of all of that. Excellent stuff. Yeah, and it was you just
1: know? a little a little office in in, yeah. in London, you know, and and the, the story of 4 You should get into it. Yeah, like it's there's a great, documentary
2: about it, isn't there?
1: Yeah, there is. I don't know what it's called.
2: Um, I it'll come back to me. We'll check it
1: up. Any anyway, there's there's a new video just they just discovered of them in Amsterdam or somewhere in Holland doing pearly dew drop dew, and it, I think and it, it's 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 incredible. It's like seeing that first video ever of. Of the Smiths, you know, or, and I think of the whipping boy when I see or hear any of their artwork or you know uh, yeah. hear their sound and and all the th- all the various things that that, that they influence. Yeah, but she's, she cuts through it.
2: Yeah, must be terribly sad to have to have the 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 thing of your life that your greatest achievement is something so tainted with hurt and sadness. You know that there's a beauty to it, but there's a you can imagine she just wants a kind of a normal life and yeah, just to have a life.
0: Sometimes you want to forget something.
2: Sometimes you want to forget something and you can never forget it. Because you're but known for it. Yeah. yeah. Or like like Bjork touring that album. And when you hear that last album and, you're, and, and you know that you, like a breakup album is something so personal, how can you tour it and share it with people and look at people on their iPhones? Well, she
0: definitely realised that. Do you know what, what I mean? She, yeah, like she, she realised
2: that and cancelled it. And I was like, you absolutely, you can sit this one out. You've done enough in your life. That's remarkable. Mm. You'll do more. That's remarkable. And that's private. And that's not for anyone else. And if you've just come to that realisation, you're allowed to sit this one out. Like you can, yeah. you know.
1: I have this image of Elizabeth Fraser leaving the house after reading a large amount of uh, of a novel and lots of tea with her own dog going down to a beach that's near the house. And she just looks out at the at the sea and she just shrugs her shoulders. And it's like, uh, what am I going to do? that's it that's it now well at least I did it yeah. at least I fell in love and lost then didn't didn't go for it but at you all. can't
2: you can't move on when everything's been documented and, and it's adored like if everyone loves your pain do you know what I mean like everyone yeah. loves something that was so painful for you well I
0: guess there's a whole other uh, group of people certainly I would have came to her through massive attack more than anything else right like originally that's mad you know well I mean, you know I I had a, I had a, age and I had, had an older kind of stuff, boyfriend
2: so. when I was 17, 16. My sisters were really into Cocktail Twins, so I was very familiar with it. And he was a he was an obsessive fan. And I I had never heard Four Calendar Cafe, so that was my first one as a grown up, but I was 16, 17 discovering Four Calendar Cafe. And that absolutely blew my mind well, when I went that, Monday. That was his favorite. And that,
1: that was a very different album for them because very different. They'd yeah. moved away from Four AD and yeah. signed to Fontana, and that was the first album yeah. that they. That and I
2: love it still it's because amazing. you know, because well, I, I kind of didn't know. I I, I knew "Song to Siren." I knew all the, the I knew all the this Mortal Coil stuff. We had This Mortal Coil in the house. That's as familiar as I was. And then full on Cocktail Twins. And I was sixteen, seventeen. And then I was like, "Give me everything,"
0: you know. Well, let's take a song from that album then uh, for Calendar Cafe. This is Poor by the Cocktail Twins. So, uh, for my new music pick, uh, for my last new music pick for this podcast, uh, I wanted... Actually, I switched this out at the very last minute um, because when I was listening to it again, it was like, ah, yeah. There's something great about radio that um, and podcasting that, you know, it's the passive listening experience. Yeah. The fact that you don't press play on something and somebody presses play for you. Yeah. And that's why I want to press play on this song. Um, I don't really know much about him. Uh, it's on Triangle Records. Uh, the artist is called Serpent With Feet. A EP came out a few weeks ago called Blisters. He's 27 years old, uh, New York City-based, Baltimore-born. That's all I really know about him. His name is—oh, well, his real name is Josiah Wise. Um, but I, I heard this song, um, and the lyrics stood out to me. And one of the lyrics is, I know you learned some fucked up shit from your mother.
5: Ooh,
2: so, it, if it's not one Darth thing, it's your mother.
0: Yeah, uh, but he said his description of his music is, what would happen if I did my R&B thing over this classical shit? So nice. we give it a spin. This is a serpent with feet and four eaters.
4: Baby, it's cool with me that you like to lie. Cause I see the depression filling up your eyes, and I see oceans overflowing. Babe It is cool with me that you want to die and, and I'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna stop, stop you if you try But the hole in my belly has started growing Your name is about as easy to remember and who the hell knows the Four Ethers? Oh, oh, oh. The pain is about as easy to feel uh, as the Four Ethers. And who can do without the Four Ethers? Oh. Babe, I know you learned some fucked up shit from your mother. you hiding the shit that really made you special Oh, oh, oh. show me yourself Self. Self. Baby. baby I know you picked up some fucked up habits from your father had you folding over your ears denying the shit that you hear But I'm asking you to fill me, fill me up Your name is impossible to know You like my four ethers How the hell do you know the four ethers? Your pain is impossible to hold You like the four ethers? What do I do with this for you? I touch somebody who won't even touch themselves.
5: Mm
4: -hmm. It's tiring to me. I'm fine with you being a liar. I'm fine with you being a killer. I'm fine with you being suicidal. That shit don't bother me, none. No, no, no. But you gotta show me yourself. Oh, you gotta show me yourself.
0: And for our last pick. Uh, on the podcast, uh, it goes to Aiden. Um, we asked him what his uh,
1: most underappreciated song is. Um, I think Paul Simon, after obviously Simon Garfunkel, he, everybody knew that obviously the pair, but then he went out and did his own thing and he was obviously brilliant sort of songwriter and great. I, I actually think he was a better. Uh, a person that bring in people together i think he was he would have been really good on a school tour uh, <laughs> get, getting them getting them down to New Grange and get, and they, and getting them back in one, in one piece you yeah. know but okay everybody let's sing a song uh, you can call me a the bus a everybody bus to knock the bus <laughs> to knock with paul simon what a documentary right so a so shift to the coca cola factory uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, he does look like a science teacher. Yeah. And that's okay because I'd love that's to have him doing. uh I probably wouldn't
2: have failed past maths. I um, wouldn't have failed it. If, if Paul Simon did. I did with, a with
1: Mr. Smith up in St. Declan's. I would have rather had Paul Simon. Yeah. He would have taught me music as well. But he's an amazing power when you see him talking or singing. And I think this. Um, Late in the Evening is such a great tune. It's like a dancing tune and it makes everybody very happy if you play it. And we, it's only kind of, everybody starts playing the songs again. You know, we were, we used to talk about Chris Rhea, right? Yeah. we so play Chris Rhea again. It's okay, it's good. Because it's Chris Rhea. Yeah, yeah, but he's a bit gammy. He's a bit gammy, it's he's a a, he's gammy a yeah. Gammy. But he's not.
2: Well, I think it's because it's not Graceland and it's not, people don't really know this one as the party one because it's not, call me out. But this is a brilliant party it's tune, funky. and I, I play it all the time. They love it in No Name. I play it in No Name Hogan's all the time. Yeah, it's funky. People don't realise they love it until they hear it, and it. Dun 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 dun. You just can't not shake your shoulders and and try and form a conga. I think.
1: And the story inside it is really good. You yeah, know? it's like it's, it's a it's a great love song. You know? yeah. but like it's you can just. You know.
2: It's a coming of age. It's him coming of age, which is which is nice. You should. It's a good choice. I I strongly agree with you. Thank you. Um, so th- we we'll leave
0: it with that. That is your choice. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to yeah. just introduce it there and and say goodbye for us
1: all? Okay, I'm going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Did you have fun? Thank. Listen, I I really want to come back because I I love talking to you guys about music. I just Let's love good talking. Vibe. A yeah, and very good vibe. Thanks uh, for being our
2: first guest as well. Uh, yeah, the first one, Numero Uno. Well, when you run
1: out of, you know,
2: Prima. <laughs>
1: Prima <laughs>
2: Primavera. When you Prima run, daughter.
1: When you run out of percussionists And artists And, and bloggers Then let, just let me know Okay uh, But yeah We're going to finish it out With the um, uh, it's, it's late in the evening By Paul Simon